The other long-serving servant, which, which is Bernard Parker, is not getting his contract renewed. What do you make of that? His time at Chiefs was it was it successful, or do you think he could have gotten more? Bernard Parker was part of the 2010 World Cup. <laughs> I mean, really, it was time for him to go, man. That's been a I long mean, time. Over, even if he still wants to go to another team and play, no. <laughs> are you saying he should retire? Somewhere, man. His friend Shaba, two days ago, Shaba was celebrating the 2010 World Cup. Mm. What, uh, yo, yeah, yeah. You know, go. I've been here many times before and I've never been defeated and still... I will never be defeated. It's Jay. And this is Chuck. What's up, everyone? This is Jay from the Two Up Front podcast, where we look at the weekend sporting action and other narratives around the sporting arena that may have gone under the radar. What's up and welcome to Two Up Front. My name is Jay. What up, Chuck? What's up, Jay? And what up to our guest who will introduce himself? Yes, we are not by ourselves this this, this day, this week. We are joined by Mo. I, I, I was going to say his other football. There are many football AKAs that he wants to drop. Um, so I'll just stick with Mo. Then he can, he can, he can take it over. What's up, Mo? What's up, fellas? Uh, thank you for having me in the two up front. Uh, my name is Centric Mo. Oh, yes. There we go, Centric Mo. You know, we know, you know, when guys get older and they can't be running up front, striking, they drop into midfield, like into the center. So, Centric Mo. Next thing called keep. <laughs> hey, manager. <laughs> That's how it goes. Anyway, um, we are we are we are happy to be joined by you. We have first up talking transfers, right? We're going to talk international transfers, local transfers. I was trying to debate which one we go with first. We're going to go international, and here's why. So there I am on Twitter, and I am reading your, your tweets with another person from Twitter. And first up, right, the breaking transfer of Darwin Nunes from um, Benfica to Liverpool. You said, and it's going to be on cameras recorded, I quote, you said, that is another Andy Carroll. It is. Waiting to have him. Please tell me why. Like, ah, you know, I think moreover, I think with this whole money thing, um, Nunes doesn't deserve this the amount of money that's been put out there because, I mean, he's a YouTube player. I think we've never seen him play, or maybe it's because we're not as exposed to uh, the Portuguese league as we are other leagues. But, I mean, it's just a. Wow, 26 goals in 29 back. games this season in uh, the Primera Liga. In which league? Primera Liga. In which league? <laughs> Primera Liga, we now Champions League, have they ever beat Europa, M- Europa or anything? I mean, I think... <sighs> but I still stick to my guns. That's another Andy Carroll. They'll be disappointed. Why do you say that, though? Like, Andy Carroll was complete flop at Liverpool. Came through at the same time as Suarez and then Suarez made that look like a good deal. But And it's not just, I'm not basing it only just on physique. I mean, we are really taking chances here. With Diaz, maybe it worked, you know, but I, I am saying there's something about me. <laughs> but the very same Darwin Nunez scored against Liverpool in both legs in the Champions League. So, I mean, if he's going to have to adapt to the, to the English game, he's done so very well against one of the best English teams. So don't you think that 
boosts his chances of actually being well, competitive. Well, it does. It does. Honestly, mm. it does. But obviously, through mentorship, you just see, I love it. You know? Because yeah. it's what, um, it's one of those things, Uguti, um, with uh, Nunes. Klopp, I think one of the most important things that he needs to do, or his targets next year is to win the league, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what I think he, he wants. With Nunes, uh, like any other player, uh, adjustment could it, it it can't or might not happen uh, immediately as like Diaz did. Mm. But what if it takes uh, Nunes a good training games to adjust, and he's supposedly the main and uh, main strike could yeah. be an issue. I think uh, if, if money is going and you're spending that amount of money, it's not going to be a player. Why bang bang money? Some of the money with time financial. I mean, I agree with you because we we also we also touched on the Mo Salah thing. You know, whatever Mo Salah wants, give him that money. But it seems like uh, uh, mine didn't have the same bargaining power. With whatever money I want, give me that money because I mean, he's at arguably one of the best clubs in the world. Real, look with with with, with buying your win stuff. Now, but when it comes to Champions League and they face each, each other off mano a mano, chances are the, the favorites are still Liverpool, and so he's take, he's taking somewhat of a step down. But because he's not getting the the, the the right amount of money. You know what? I loved I loved Klopp from the beginning. Like he's come up from like when he started at Liverpool. But manje his decisions, manje. I'm like ah no. That's unfair though. Like what decisions? Because man, why why isn't he keep why isn't he keeping money? Money wants to leave. No, he wants to leave because of whatever the, whatever treated. whatever the reason he wants to leave. First of all, like the coach doesn't negotiate the contracts. Mane has people who negotiate contracts but, for but him. He's got influence, and but not to the extent where he's the one who signs off on the fact that give him that money. That that goes back to the accounting guys, and with Liverpool, Liverpool do try to keep um, a stable like wage structure. This is why the most other thing is is taking as long as it has, because as Chuck points out, yes, we've said give Mo Salah however much he wants. But it does not look like Liverpool want to do that. It looks as if Liverpool have dug their heels in with regards to this is as far as we're willing to go to pay anyone. Because once you start breaking that ceiling and giving guys um, Kevin De Bruyne money or De Gea money, then everyone who comes back to the negotiation table wants that money because it's it's, it's an open secret how how much guys are getting paid. So if you are committing to money for the next few years, if, if reports are to be believed, money is what, either 100 or 150,000 um, pounds. Yeah. So if money is looking, say, for 250 or 300, then everyone else who comes in behind them is like, okay, double our pay as well because we've earned it or we deserve it or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And if you look at the way that Klopp then and Liverpool have been moving, in my opinion, which is highlighted by this Darwin Nunes move is... They are looking to move away from that front three, Firmino, Mane, and Salah. They're over 30 and they've served the club. And if there was a time to part ways with them, now's the time. And they've brought in Jota. They've brought in Diaz. Now they've brought in um, um, Darwin Nunes. So the takeover is happening. The evolution is happening. And if, if you then want to continue competing with Man City going into the future, you, ha- you, have, to, you have to breathe new life into your squad. Okay, with, with that much said, do you think Liverpool fans uh, will be patient enough for next season to not even win the EPL just because uh, we are starting to, we are building a new front three and they, they are understanding, which, okay, the reason why we didn't win is because Nunes is adjusting, the front three is not the same as it was when we were supposedly dominant. You know what, when you mention the price tag with Nunes, that's the big thing with this guy, right? 
um, because at that price you have to hit the ground running. So if he's 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 just um, there to be a squad player for like this first year, I think you'll you'll get like pushback what from if, those what Liverpool if, what fans. If, what, if, what if Nunes is not so far? What if he's like almost or Origuamdul? That would be that would be a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, that's an Andy well. Carroll. It would be a surprise. <laughs> yeah, and it would be like yeah, it would be like Andy Carroll levels. But my only thing with that is, I, I trust Klopp with the moves that he makes in okay. the transfer market because the big moves, like the big money that he's paid for players, like Virtual it's it's worked people. out. The only yeah. guy is, is Cater. Listen, um, I, and Cater's been injured as well, and like I'm maybe chemistry in that. that. I am not doubting that, but all I'm saying is that the the, the adjustment part. How long will it take, or will he just hit the ground running? And I think even if it does, like they they have a lot of options up front. He doesn't have to carry the load immediately. You know, it's it's a little different from what you see, like the way Lukaku was signed, because we don't have anyone scoring goals. We need you to be the guy who's giving us twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Same thing with like Haaland to an extent that okay, we didn't have a guy starting in that position the whole time giving us those yeah. goals, so you have to do that. With Nunes, um, they still have Salah. You know, they still have Jota. They 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 have second season or six months later with with Diaz as well. He's got experience in that team. Okay. So maybe I don't think the pressure on him right the, now is immediately. The right word, maybe, yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm <laughs> Andy Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> it's the man bun. I feel like it's the man bun that has you going like that's Andy Carroll waiting to happen. But you know how much hype besides besides the media uh, thingy a- EPL. Do you know how much hype Andy Carroll got? English. And with the price English. tag. That well. English tax, yeah. man. Yeah. It's that English tax, English bias. To Liverpool. But I think, um, well, with, with looking at this Liverpool and the Liverpool that Carroll joined, it's two different uh, teams because they, they really heavily relied on Uk Gerard. Suarez was really their, their treasure. Like they, could, they hit the jackpot with, with, with Suarez because if you take Suarez out of the equation, they, they are not even coming close to challenging anything with the team that they had. Yeah, I think without Suarez, the, the Liverpool now wouldn't be the Liverpool it is right now. <laughs> they, you're it's right. You, you pulled up the standard. Yeah. They, they started to expect more from themselves because yeah. they, they I think they sort of somewhat accepted that behind United, Arsenal and Chelsea, we are somewhere there. But now they're actually contending because we've come so close on a, on a number of occasions to winning the league. I mean, they had that with um, Torres. But Torres left, but Torres, I think, actually raised the standard. So Ish what what, what, what I want to say is that with this new team, I think he's in safe hands. He, he can afford to take his time. I don't think that his time will be too long because he's got so much quality around him. Usually told Tepinyan just to boost confidence, I think, to then get, get the numbers going. With Chelsea, because if the ball's not coming from James or Chilwell, no one's going to give you the ball. Ish. And can I just That's say, the problem. I, I like the player. Like yeah. the, the, I haven't seen much of him except um, in the Champions League. Mm. And that is a higher level than the Premier Division um, because Diaz also came into Liverpool, I think having scored like 16 and 18 for Porto. He didn't produce those numbers with what, Liverpool. What kind of uh, striker is he? Is he a box to From box? what I can see, Bola he Mali, can do um, everything. Like he's got, he, does he have touches like Abu Firmino, you know, those silky kind of moves? In that, game, in that game against Liverpool at Anfield, he was literally, he was doing everything. He was popping up on the right, on the left, through the middle. He was... The link-up play was there. He was dropping deep. He was running behind. He gave them nightmares running behind that defense. And then he scored a goal as well. Um, and he showed that he has, he has a finish on him. He looks like... He's a prospect, obviously. He's not yet completely yeah. what you um, want him to be. Yeah. He's 22 and you're signing him for big money. That does give you some time, you know, to further along like his development. But if you are going to do that with a player in terms of the base and the foundation... 
there's a good um, set of skills there, which I've I've seen like um, in the Champions League. As an Arsenal fan, that's the guy um, seeing that there aren't many strikers going around right now in world football. Is he, is like, he, is he a top striker in his uh, Uruguay? Well, um, up to this point, there's been those two guys. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry no, but, the current, but yeah, yeah, he's he's their future. Okay. You know, like he's their future. And if we're going off of Cavani and Suarez, like Uruguay do produce some excellent strikers. So we'll we'll see. I it's 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 to be seen. It's a lot of money though. There's a lot of pressure. Let's not like yeah. Um, there's no two ways about that. Like there is pressure. And in my opinion, I think they signed this guy to actually replace Salah. Because I don't think I don't think they'll extend Salah now with with the kind of money they invested in this guy, I think that the writing is on the wall with that one. Let's move off to 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 La Liga. Your team, your team, Real Madrid have signed Orelen Chomeni. If I'm getting his first name right, Chomeni. Um, look, it seems like Real Madrid is is, is, is understanding with the guys that have given us five Champions League titles are getting old. Um, Kroos is not long no longer putting a shift. Modric. He's really on his last legs, but performing at a high level still. Casemiro is being found out more often than he did in his peak years. And so there is the changing of the guard. Valverde has already been there for a couple of seasons. They bought in Kamavinga last season. Chomeni is an addition for big money. Yeah. Which means most likely he has to bustle his way into the starting eleven because you don't spend that money and put that money on the bench. Unless it's Hazard. Real Madrid. <laughs> unless it's Hazard who's having trouble. I think it's almost the same thing as Ununez. The only good mm. thing about these boys is that they're young. Yeah. Right? And, um, I mean, I haven't seen him play. Same, you know, yeah, it's, it's, like it's I say, highlights, it's, yeah. And only, you know, whatever, YouTube, they only show you the best of really his best age. moments, mm. you know. Mm. Um, I've seen him, I've watched him when, uh, when he was playing for France. It's just yeah. glimpse of, he's a good player, mm. you know. And obviously, the, the Perez and obviously whoever is... Uh, buying players, Gumetred, or is looking at players. I don't know how they work, but he, they know, they know Uti Wanom Nandi. And obviously, what you just mentioned in regards to, um, I mean, shifting from the old, experienced to to the young, mm. uh, and it's a it's a good transfer. But again, <laughs> the money is too <laughs> the much. Money, <laughs> the money brings a whole lot of pressure. The money is too much. The, the question is, is when when you you paid eighty odd with 20 more to come in bonuses or with other fees incentives when you're replacing cross when you're replacing a uh, uh, modric you better be good but uh, also <laughs> i think to uh, jab him on the bench you better be I good i think perez uh, like jay said Woody, he's just maybe flexing his muscles because mm. he's like Ish, i couldn't get mbappe but i still need to spend this <laughs> remind people who we are yeah. <laughs> who i am specifically yeah, you know? so when jay also as a staunch madrid fan he has a, i float in and out Sometimes I support them. Sometimes I we I just watch. Yeah, when we were winning Champions League titles, ah, we were there, this, yeah. this wanting to pop the champagne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're going twelve years without winning, without winning the Champions League, then you are quiet. <laughs> does, does, when you look at the players that they have who are in, in line to come, do you think Madrid's midfield is is in good hands? When you look at the next couple of seasons, looking at who the main rivals are, looking at what Barca is building with their Gavi's and their Pedri and Sufati. Do you think Madrid has got a good enough set of players to fight back? In terms of what was out there, this is the best you could do. Um, and you know what? Real Madrid, a couple of more than a couple of seasons ago, when they were buying um, Isco and, and and them, they tried to go like have a Spanish revolution. I suppose looking at what Barca were doing, and then very quickly they realized like this this is not what we do. We don't build through the academy. We don't necessarily focus on like local players. It's 
the Galacticos. It is a Galacticos project which was started by Perez. Um, it, it's that's what he does, and yeah. this is who Real Madrid are. You know, who is the biggest star out there? Um, what is his price tag? We're gonna go get him, mm. and it is young players now. Um, and what I what I what I what I what I love for these players is the fact that. The pressure is high because it's Real Madrid, right? Yeah. You cannot get away like that famous Standard. that famous white shirt is unlike anything in the world. But if there's anything that might take that pressure a little down, a little air out of the tires, is the fact that this Real Madrid team do come off of like five Champions League titles in 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 what eight years, and. You might think about it, it's like you need to maintain that standard. But at the same time, I do remember a time when Real Madrid went 12 years without winning a Champions League title. We had Figo, we had Zidane, we had yeah. like Ronaldo Beckham, all those guys came and went. The inception of the Galacticos. Even yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo, the greatest of the Galacticos, comes right. in 2009 and it's another five years before we, we capture La Decima. So there's time and I, I i love the fact as well they're going to be mentored by the old guard you know they're not expected to come in now and take over that midfield um we saw what happened with kamavinga for the minor spent you don't think that's the expectation really i think because it's real madrid like real madrid it is it, like city where jack Grealish has bought for 100 million but we don't really expect you uh if you if you don't have the stuff right away it's fine we actually have time because of what I, we have I think like around Madrid you. is missing a key position um, uh, a like for like on the other side the same player or the would give us the same uh, as Vinicius as, as Vini you mm -hmm. know I think and they are they are very they are neglecting that that, that side or maybe it's that thing Yoguti they uh, but who's there more attack more than our left side more than we do the right mm -hmm. because obviously Valverde was playing that position so but he was more, more defensive yeah. or as much as he attacks he attacks in moments and eventually he's going to come to the middle as well you know you know what i mean and eventually he's going to come to the middle but lapa where where this is where we need to go out there as abu perez as madridistas to just look for a person who'd you, you want to look for someone See, the, the madrid, is madrid friends are greedy eh? <laughs> 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 it's like, we need so league, league title champions league you have the ball and deal win and another guy's gonna finish in the balance. top 10 it's like no we need a guy <laughs> but i think that's a need to mentality because you don't want to let the that drop, that ball drop because if you if you remember you we, we, we were contrasting the fact that even when the when ronaldo in the era of kaka and, and bell was together the people were racking up the liga was barcelona mm. And you want to, because uh, uh, sorry, Madrid have captured La Liga as well, uh, I think twice in the last three yeah. seasons or so, you want to keep that going at least. If, yeah. if not the Champions League, keep that going. Keep the standard high. So I think that is elite mentality. But I want to say, as is tradition in Spain, players who didn't have the best of seasons, they pick up the mic, like Hazard, saying, which, no, now I'm, I'm fit, I feel good, I'm going to give you my best. Don't you think he can adapt on the right side and give you what you're looking I for? I think the person who would give us more than that in the current squad is... More Rodrigo than Hazard. Hazard I, you don't think there's... So, uh, it's hard to come back from what he's experienced, no, eh? He's mm. had a bad time. So, so but then if, if, you could, if you would identify one guy to sign for that right-hand side, Mo Salah for free, maybe? Ah, Mo Salah, no. Oh, yeah, I'd no rather money. Now. You'd rather have money? I'd rather have money. On that side? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we're now looking at the transfers that were happening in Mzans, in the PSL, like Amazulu had a list of, what, 14, 15 players all being released, which is a heck of a lot. I don't know who they have lined up. I mean, when you look at United and their troubles, we're looking at maybe signing six players to overhaul their problems. Amazulu, if they're releasing 15 players, how many are they signing? So that's that's crazy already. Then there are big names who are leaving, like Abo, 
uh, Parker's lead, lead, leading Chiefs, or is not getting a, an extension. Shlachoy and Paris have, have departed, have parted ways. According to what you've seen in the PSL, it's, it's a circus right now. Do you think anyone has good logic in terms of what they're doing, or do you think it's just radical moves? Do you think you can say, as Amazulu, it's justified to release so many players based on where they are, and where will they find players? Because according to my understanding, where do you shop in South Africa? Because I mean, you have to really grind to find the good players. In, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the PSL itself, Sundown's taking everyone. So when you're releasing 15 players, for instance, like it's Amazulu, where do you shop? Do you think teams like that can sustain or rather find better players from the ones that they've released? Uh, I think most importantly, the whole release thing uh, has to do with uh, payroll. We are paying yep. so much money for these guys. And there's a, there's a lot, like Sundowns, for instance, they've got like 10 midfielders and very good quality midfielders. But five of mm. them, they have good quality, but... Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and I think it could be the same case with with uh, with Amazul. Mm. For example, you look at Memela, who's uh, quite old. Yeah, I don't know how old, but um, and you're paying him so 34. much money. Yeah, he's thirty-four. He's thirty-four, mm. right? You'd rather release him as much as he was a very good player, a prominent player in your in in the your in your uh, in the season for your team, but. Oh, rather Memela, nine goals, right. like probably the best player this season. Do you not renegotiate the, the contract? Like, do you just cut ties? I keep a few at least. I sh- I, like I a player like that. Like, yeah, he is older. But like, do you just like, nah, take everything off the books rather than maybe... And also, I think... Uh, negotiate something that's why I'm, I'm mentioning payroll. Mm. Uh, club owners, Manji, they are from the corporate world. Yeah, yeah. Right? So they don't really care much. They don't have that love for... They do. I mean, the fact that they own the team means they love the game. But in regards to management-wise, they'd rather they are shifting more to the corporate kind of thing. With yeah, but Chuck, he's mm. good. But mm. you know, he's he's done so much for us. But and if if you look at it as a results business, after having shipped up so much money, where did we finish in the league? Yeah. But you know what? I'm also thinking as well because most of these most of the guys who joined Amazulu, they've 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 left as a pair or a trio from bigger clubs come to Amazulu. Don't you think there's a click thing that 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 is, is identified in clubs with the whole bunch must go? Because about about who's uh, Mulenga as well, Mulenga, Memela. Don't you look at that at that bunch with this, these Pirates boys? They're not a good influence altogether. Don't you think maybe that's also the thinking that goes into that? Yeah, I think it is. But also, I just want to mention which maybe the 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 goals have become different because Amazulu were that kind of team which when these. Uh, players are moving away from or they've been released from big teams uh, Amazulu is an option so Baba Tritan Jengati recycled you know so maybe they want to start they, they they are tired actually of of, 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 of having to because Guamanje I think um, players that are being released yeah uh, they are looking at uh, Royal AM has become the team which are he was he didn't do great at, at, at sundowns he can do great here you know yeah so i think moreover teams um, the amazon <laughs> are tired of booty because this was this is what happens with golden arrows as well among on a team and uh amazulu <laughs> is there i mean amazulu basically would have said i was but yeah. then again now i think that's why i need to, i think the ownership in regards to the actually the guy that owns it has got a different 
goes to uh, so the the Amazulona is quite the character, quite the personality. Yeah. Um, we know the words that he said against Kiza Chiefs, and he also is someone with political like aspirations. Yeah. So when he spoke about this, right, and I found this very interesting. I'd like to get your thoughts on this. So with the with the releasing of the players, the statement that he made was when they finished second and qualified for the Champions League, they looked at their team and they recognized that they were thin. And they went and got guys for the Champions League campaign. And he says that they made it clear to the players that they got in that basically we need you as auxiliary um, help for this particular campaign because we need a big squad in order to campaign, uh, in order to compete on the continent and over here. So then he says that because they failed to qualify for the Champions League via um, the league or win the Champions League, in fact, and then um, try to come back next season, they don't have a need now for these players. Um, and so because the question was, was, was raised to him, like, is this not um, unfair treatment, particularly when you consider the Mulenga situation? Because yeah. Mulenga is injured and then now he's, he says he's paying out of his own pocket and it's not being covered by Amazulu's with another player, teammate, who got injured while playing for Amazul, they, the team took care of that. So the CEO came out as well, talking about um, that happened in his own country, and he decided to go back home to go heal up there. Okay. So that, and he says the players know this that um, with with insurance, there are things that we can't cover. If you decide to go home for that, that's something that 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 plays into it, right? So the thinning of the squad is a result of the fact that. We only got these guys as mercenaries, pretty much, to come help us in, in Africa. Now that we're no longer in Africa, we no longer need them. So we are releasing them. And he says, at least, that the players knew that. So with that being the case, is that fair? And if, you, and if indeed he made the players aware, um, do the players have any, any reason to feel um, aggrieved that their contracts, which were going to end if they don't qualify for the Champions League, did indeed end because they didn't qualify for the Champions League. Yo, it's a tough one. It's a, I mean, obviously, <laughs> they didn't stick to them. <laughs> we had goals and targets, and you didn't stick to them. I mean, this is what happens with. I mean, if it was, if the same was said to a coach, would he take us then? If you don't, mm. we fire you. Mm. And unfortunately, because it's just a whole other group of players, it's, it's it's it it is unfair. But at the same time, they didn't stick to their targets. Yes, um, the, as 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 a player, from a player's perspective, it's wrong. You understand? But you knew. It feels wrong. Um, it feels wrong. Yeah, it feels you, you wrong. You knew. You knew. But I still think it's wrong, even if they knew, because if you look at Amazon, who's going to be their first time campaigning in Africa, these guys, many of them are are not in their prime years. Many of them have been, have been shipped off by their former teams, and they're not the best of the best. And you're going to compete against the best of the best with these players. It, it was it was mission impossible basically, and so these guys are going to be there because there is a lifeline. But also you lose, you're using me in the league. But make, it makes it sound as if they agreed, which uh, they signed on because they, you they, are they, a professional, agreed, you right? Agreed. Yeah, and here's the you, you're, you're looking for a job, Chuck, yeah. and this is the job that's available. There aren't many in terms of football. There aren't many jobs available. There are only sixteen teams in the league, yeah. mm. and so many um, positions to go around. So if you are in a position where you are looking for, for, for a position in a club and here comes this club and the PSL is like, 
we will offer you um, a contract. These are the terms. They said it will work well. And they negotiate. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, it's on your resume. It's like, oh yeah, no, um, put me yeah, into yeah, the heat. Yeah, like, work well I'm that pressure. guy. <laughs> Deadlines. And then the pressure comes and they don't work well. No, here's my cry, Antona, because uh, I wonder if, if we're playing one, the best of the best, ne? and even if a player like Vuyo Memela, who scored the goals that he scored, even then he can't impress. It was like, it's Katis Pelile. I've given you, even outside Africa, I've given you numbers that are, that are comp- comparable to players who are in, in big clubs. Even that's not a good enough audition for you. I think it's unfair on that basis. Number one, it was Mission Impossible. Yes, I accepted it, but give the other guys a year back of their lives. But to because the, 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 the terms Has they released them, Chuck, for them to go find employment somewhere else? But now I'm 34. And I could You're always going to be 34. No, no, the Mamela thing, can I just say, the Mamela thing um, doesn't make sense to me because yeah. he played well. Same thing when he was released by Pirates. It didn't make sense for me because he was a good player at Pirates. Mm. And when he went to Amazul, he was one of the biggest reasons why they qualified for the Champions League. And still, even after they didn't have the season as they did like the previous season, this season, probably still their best player, you know? Mm. And like Mo says, I think that one is just a financial decision. That that's all that happened with Mamela. It's a financial decision, and you can hide behind the fact that oh, he's older, you know, mm-hmm. because they are buying younger players um, now, and it's a strange way to build a, a team that we're just going to get players for this season, see how it goes, and if it doesn't go the way we plan, part ways but, with them. Jay, so now it seems as if they want to build something for the future with the younger players who they're going to sign long term. But Jay, generally, with um, uh, one of the problems that. Um, main issues that players really get released in the PSL from mm. like your Shabangos to, you know, Abu Chabupul is maybe because of, primarily because of um, outside football. Behavior, you know, mm. maybe they're not mentioning that. I don't know a lifestyle. We don't. You know? That's true. But uh, sometimes they know they release a player and you're like, why? You know, mm. in the mid season, mm. you know, but obviously some things are closed. But, Lifestyle, maybe? With that, right? Um, and I bring up, Dumsan Izuma was released by Chiefs. And they stated on Twitter that sure they tried to get his life on track. And they even had him, admitting the fact that they had him go to rehab. Yeah. And he couldn't sort himself out. In that situation, right, um, I think that's fair for the club to say we, we, we invested in the player, but yeah. it, we, there's no return on investment. But do you think it's right for them to reveal that to the general public that, Oh, this player's got like maybe this demons is what, that he's fighting. Maybe this is not what Amazulu is, 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 is. That's why I need to, they are closing it. Maybe it could be. I'm, not, I'm assuming, Guti. I mean, you can't release so much. It's Might be like, a reason, yeah. You know, I mean, if you get released from one club to the other in a space of three seasons, there's a problem. There could be an issue, <laughs> yeah. you know. As much as Pella, I was surprised at why he got released at Pirates. Yeah, it's true. You know, because as much as he was injured when he did come back, he was, he was quality. Yeah. yeah. Because if, if, if the play is there to suggest give the guy an extension, but then more than one club doesn't extend. And we're not, we're not costing his person's own. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. as we say, we don't know. We don't know. But you start to wonder, you know, maybe there actually is something that we don't know. Uh, and, 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 and maybe over and above that's the, why. The trends that's been happening over the years, you know, Uguti, this guy's good, great, but... Hmm. All right, moving away from um, Amazulu and to Pirates and Chiefs, and Pirates recently parted ways with Mutlachwai, um, who, when he arrived, was made captain, pretty yeah. much. And we know there was just this, like, Mutlachwai needs to end up at Pirates. For so many years, like, Pirates coveted him. Pirates fans coveted him as well. And then it just didn't work out. What 
what do you make of that parting of ways between those two sides? Some things just, I, I think we could go back to the hazard situation. Mm. We understand, we know your potential, we know how great of a player you are. Eish Marifa, Hispani, Hispani, hey? And Tachuayo at the Vets, he was great. And maybe people, uh, most people say it's because of Ubu his partner. Mm. And it just didn't work out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that, but some things just don't work out, dog. No, they don't. Um, my my few thoughts on that. I think adverts there was like um, a strong partner that he he was with, and at pirates like the people he was playing next to were, are not guys who are going to cover him. Um, but as well, Kevin Hunt knows how to coach defense. You know, um, he knows how to put you in a position where you. He eliminates the mistakes that you have and you shine in his defensive system. Whereas at Pirates, he was there as the savior of the defense. And I wasn't a great big fan of it, the defensive side of his game while he was at Verts because I always felt like he's too aggressive. And just at Pirates, just positionally. Aggressive how? In terms of in the tackle. Um, Not necessarily. Yeah. We, we, me and you, me and you have had... Um, the, the the debate about Ramos when I told you that <laughs> I don't read Ramos as a defender, you know, and yeah. probably because of like the mini records just say to me, your reading and the timing is just not what it's supposed to be as a defender, you know. And with Ra- with with with, with, with Latre, I always felt that like he's too rash on 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 the on the pitch. It's something similar to Manu we we spoke about yeah. like the highlights that I've seen like he's very aggressive very in the robust, tackle yeah, yeah and that's really? something he needs to work on and he's young though so if you have Shatraya though like at over 30 and oh he's still that guy it was it was not going to work particularly because pirates have been looking for something stable in defense for a long time so yeah man sometimes things just yeah, don't work I mean, I, it was it was hella disappointing he, he was way below power like there is a, a Ashopagani. Yeah, no, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, you give players time, but it just never worked out. In fact, it became worse over time to a point where we're going into games with Uchele and Nonunda. And you're like, but this guy was supposed to be the it's number one choice. Yeah, the like number one choice. Uchele, yeah. Allowing Uchele to happily retire. But the mistakes, they were glaring mistakes, big mistakes in big games. And so, and I think confidence wise, he never quite recovered. I mean, he was given supposedly the tools, and one of those tools was also maybe pressure. Um, but and you're not really 100% there. But the Tlachua was a vet, not a Paris, two different players for me, and I, I was not happy with that in terms of his stint. I am happy. It might be negative um, for him to hear this, but I'm happy as part of the ways. Maybe he can restart his career somewhere else, but I was not happy. Who was your best defender? What do you mean? At, At Paris, Paris, I wasn't there. Yeah, or listen there. It is okay. uh, he's he well he's and he's he he he's the one who keeps playing. Um they keep chopping and changing his partners. When you look at Africa over well, their pirates. Any team, any style of play he was there. Whether they're playing long balls, whether they're playing quick football and that was very solid there. So I was happy to listen. What do you think Latroy ends up? Or where would you like to see him end up, perhaps? At this stage of his career, whichever Super team, <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Super Sport. Wherever Kevin Hunt ends up. What if Kevin Hunt ends up at Pirates? <laughs> Ah yes. Um, and then the other long-serving servant, which, which is Bernard Parker, is not getting his contract renewed. What do you make of that? His time achieves. Was it was it successful, or do you think he could have gotten more? 
Bennett Parker was part of the 2010 World Cup. <laughs> I mean, really, it was time for him to go, man. That's been a I long mean, time. Over, even if he still wants to go to another team and play, no. <laughs> are you saying he should retire? He's friend Shaba. Two days ago, Shaba was celebrating the 2010 World Cup. Mm. What, uh, yo, yeah, yeah. You know, go. I mean, Actually, and the guys in that video, guys, I know, largely have retired. He was part of the dance. Retired. Was he not part of the dance? He was part of the dance. Oh, <laughs> No, had he, had he come on at that point? I don't quite remember. <laughs> Shaba officially retired. I don't I know this. Shaba officially, but he hasn't said what he's going to I'm not too certain, but I don't, I don't expect to see Shaba on, the, on, on the field. Can, can we have the same about Parker? <laughs> <laughs> no, but man, yeah, listen, uh, Parker, he's, he's done so much for Chiefs. Hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, but the, the, I think the, the reason why they've kept him for so long and was playing regularly last season because of his heart you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. but moreover man the legs are gone in 2010 the spirit is willing yeah. but the legs are like nah man I think also with, with the team that Chiefs had like in the last couple of seasons where they looked very very bad he had those moments of brilliance it wasn't an entire La- campaign Buck as a leader Lapona Lapona also, I think in the derby, there was a derby that they played. I think the second, the second round, which is one, the best player on the park on, from both teams was yeah. the best player on the park, which I wasn't expecting to say, but he brought the. He got man of the match on the on that day as well. But I think the great big takeaway is if you were part of the dance party <laughs> <laughs> on that field at FNP on the eleventh of June in twenty ten against Mexico, ah. consider other the, options ah. in your life, like the Heineken Five Aside. Yeah, you know, like um, Legends Leagues there, that's, that's, that's where these guys uh, must be. Yeah, um, but that's why I'm saying, Guti, I think moreover, man, his leadership qualities is what uh, stood up for him, you know, stood mm. out for him, but I uh, know. I want to jump on that. So, uh, Song Hyung Min missed out on the PFP, uh, Premier League Team of the Year, number one. Number two, he missed out also on, let me find my notes, on the PFA Player of the Year as one of the nominees. So he's not in the 11, he's not even considered as one of the nominees. Fine, Mo Salah won it, deservedly fine, but not even uh, nominated. But in that group of players, there's Kevin De Bruyne, I think he's fine to be there. Cristiano, arguably. Harry Kane, I think Son goes ahead of him. Virgil van Dijk, Sergio Mane are part of the groups who are in, sorry, are part of the players who are in the group running for, for, that, for that title. Song Yun Min won the Golden Boot, shares it with Mo Salah, but he appears nowhere on this list. What do you think he has to do to just be recognized, not win things, but just to even for people to, to, to look out and say, this guy had a good season? What do you think he needs to do? Um, I think I'll go back to what Jay likes to say. Mm. Uh, it's not a matter of just goals. Goal ratio, I think uh, he's, if he scored as much as, as, as Salah, having played, I think, a similar number of games because they were lost to fit, I'm not too sure, but it must be in, the, in a similar ratio. Assists without penalties. I think more, most importantly, I mean, I think it's always it's it's not usual, or I don't think it has ever happened where uh, someone like uh, Son, who, mm. uh, which team is like was fourth, ne? Mm. Uh, be- becomes considered to win. They always look at the top two, but I think maybe that's one one other thing. But uh, Son, I think he, he 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 it was moments. There was a time where Spurs had a, was a, had a really bad patch, mm. you know. Um, and I think he, he his goals came through in the last uh, month. I think in the last month he scored five to six goals, and before then he was almost at the same level as Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. I think, and this is the that's the issue I was mentioning earlier. Uguti, 
um, the players, uh, especially with the team of the year, vote a month before. Yeah. Uh, thing. So maybe that could have been the reason. He, ooh, By the time he started coming up with the goals, the players have already voted. Mm. With um, the player of the season, uh, who votes? Is it just the players? So or it's PFA, it's the players. The players. The players. Mm. Yeah, with PFA, it's the players. And, and the players as well. And the PFA player of the year? So yeah, the PFA player of the year is the players. Um, I, so I, I would imagine like the same vote, like the same time they're voting for the 11, is the same time they're voting for like the one guy who wins the award. So the guys who snubbed Son is the players. That's a bit tricky because <laughs> who who voted? <laughs> the, I, I was actually looking at some the the, the player the the eleven player of the youngest player of the season is not in the eleven. Okay, yeah. like, what's going on? <laughs> so on what level is he operating then? I, I don't know. I think this it's a tricky one. I mean, um, but I don't know. See, you, you you counted Ronaldo. Ronaldo made it ahead of Son. But Son was on the, on that level. Say they were voting earlier on. I'd like to put it on record that Mo, like 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 Chuck over here, is a CR seven man. So, Mister CR seven man, you say right? The voting happened, which is true, a month before. Um, he went on maybe his greatest run in the league this yeah. season. But up to that point, if you are a player in the EPL, you saw you watched the EPL this season, and you are making a vote for the front three, right, which ended up being Mane, Ronaldo, and Salah. Salah probably is in there, right? Now you're making a decision be- like in w- with those other two. You are also voting Mane and Ronaldo ahead of um, Son at that period of the season? You see, that's, it's a, the, the 11 is a bit tricky, Jay, because I don't know if they consider the system. I th- They do give them a 43. You see, that's the problem. Would you rather have where between the three, uh, Mane? Say if uh, this is the question I'm asking you: Did Mane have a better season than Son? Did Ronaldo have a better season no, not Ronaldo, than Son? Not Ronaldo. So no. you'd, you'd have Son ahead of Ronaldo. No, but you say, do, you, do you consider okay. formation? Because then, if in the system, do you not play a striker? And the best striker is Ronaldo. Do you do you force Son in there because he had a good season and put, play him in a role? Maybe swap him with Mane. <laughs> I'll, let me let me put this question out to you. Considering the fact, which is what you brought out, and part of the reason um, this particular season it's such a big thing is because he won the Golden Boot, right? Son was playing as the striker in that Spurs team. Um, Harry Kane, yes, has traditionally been the striker, but Harry Kane is 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 more and more playing deeper. He's the false nine. He's he's dropping into the pockets to give the assist for Son. Son is the one who's popping up in those goal scoring positions, right? And my opinion, this is my opinion. Um, I, I don't think this is officially how they do it. But if if they have categorized Ronaldo and Son not like in, in two different categories, then it's tricky. Then there's there's nothing the players could do. But if it's a matter of just voting a front three, then then it, it I would say it behooves them to vote Son ahead of Ronaldo, even ahead of, of Mane. I don't I don't want to like just hop on about Ronaldo. I think Son had a better season than Mane. Mane was shifted who also played right as like majority of the season as like through the middle and he was shifted as a striker because yeah. like his position came under threat when he was playing on the left but in that in this um 11 and maybe i don't know if it's just the graphics as well who are just putting them that way because of this is how we think about them they've got money as like the left the, the left winger or um the left striker with whatever the case may be it looks to me there was a a, a chance to put son in there whether son was in the category with money 
or with or, or with Ronaldo or in an open category as a front three, he must get ahead of, of Ronaldo or Mane. I, I think the issue here is that it's like the only the issue we've always had with the Palondo criteria. Mm. Right? Uh, maybe do do the to the players just vote to which okay. Best forward is 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 is, is CR seven or uh, there's a criteria. Um header goals, um box goals, you know, mm-hmm. out of the box, free kicks, you know. Maybe there's there's a, there's a, the, the, I think there should be a criteria. But if we look at the criteria in regards to I'm a header With PFA I don't think there should be a criteria. I really think it just should be like GPS. Yeah, those guys play football, they know football. It's like based on what you are watching, one blind. Based on the season, you know, like and because these guys voted Tiago Alcantara in there. Is that I think it's based on star power. It's it's it honestly must be like because I think if you I think if you're standing and you're looking at a ballot and you see the face of Cristiano Ronaldo, that's your hero. You know, it's like <laughs> you're voting for the guy. And it, with with Thiago, like Thiago is is great. We know that, right? And star power as well. Thiago is still a bigger name in my opinion than Rodri. But mm. Rodri clearly had a better season Easy. than Thiago in terms of Easy. consistency. Thiago was great in the Champions League, but also much later in the season. But he finds himself in this team. So even if there's a criteria, what kind of criteria would have deliver, delivered like Thiago ahead of I think, I think, those other guys? I think he's too much of a nice guy. And, you know, um, maybe that's, what, that's his Chris. Son. You know, sometimes being a nice guy, they yeah. overlook you and you're okay with that. Man is a nice guy. <laughs> like, man is no, building no, hospitals no. in his country, man. It's like, I think, the, I remember back in the days when I was playing, you know, uh, there was a, a player I was competing with. He got Mm. If he was si- he was sitting on the bench, yeah, and they like they could come to me because I'm so much of a nice guy. And they're like, Mo, can we just can we just start? Needs. You know. So in this case, can we just give it to CR Seven? It is dying years, you know. Just <laughs> you will get your chance. You still have time. Will he get his chance? Because for the longest time, this was this was a conversation. Like, is this the most underrated player in the world this season? I started saying no because if you keep asking the same question about the same guy, that means we are looking at him and recognizing yeah. him. You know. But then when you get to the end of the season after his best ever season and you get results like this, then I'm like, the players themselves... Not even teams don't, are looking for Son. Re- Why? This is what I was saying. Like, we've never heard Son in a transfer saga or like yeah. one of those teams really want him. That's quite, it's, it's, we are also to blame because when Harry Kane is signing that, that six-year uh, six contract, we're not like... We're, in case, sorry, we're not saying um, Harry Kane is locking himself down to a Tottenham contract. He can't go elsewhere. But when Son is signing those extensions, we don't give a damn because Son is a Tottenham player. And he's, I think he's too much of a nice guy. <laughs> but you know what, Chuck? You know what it is? I think part of the reason why I didn't mention because it's not as if like the same thing you heard about Kane where, oh, City want him or mm-hmm. whatever. The, and maybe, yes, it is the media and what they feed us as well. All around, we are all to blame for um, yeah. Son being underrated. But as, as Mo says, as we bring up, like it wasn't as if Inter Milan are sniffing around for Son or, or, or Real Madrid, you know, it's like, yeah. and then he chose to sign for Spurs. So we're like, what the hell is he signing on for Spurs when other, and it, it feels like he signed for Spurs because I get no <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm Which happy here and they're taking I, I care of me. One yeah. other thing, part of that is that he's not out there. He's not out there he's as reserved, a, yeah. I mean, as a brand, I, I don't even know what he which boot he plays in high, you know? And yeah. moreover, I think I saw a couple of months, that's like last Who's month. Who's to blame was, for that? Was the, well, last month was the only, I think it was Nato Mahobali, a Twitter account, mm. you know? Mm. Or like <laughs> after the season yeah. is over, yeah. you know? I think, I don't know who to blame for that. <laughs> His agent maybe, but I... <laughs> but then if the players but themselves are falling victim to this, then it's like, 
but this is an Asian personality around all sports. I want to ask two questions on that. Now, is there any other Asian player who's got some decent credibility in their time in the EPL? This is the greatest Liga? Asian player of all time. And he's not even getting the love, number one. Number two, do you that as a player say this doesn't matter because I put all my body of work in the season, no one... And it's, it's amongst the players, right? It's, it's a respect thing, but should you really be so happy to get that accolade from your peers when they're clearly overlooking people who are performing and bumping up players like Thiago? Does it not lose credibility? I think it means more when it comes from the players, eh? You know, football writers, like... We don't know who like um, who who they're talking to. We don't know who they're influenced by. We don't know who maybe is giving them money under the table yeah. because players and clubs have a lot to gain if you're yeah. players and you know um, team of the year and things of that nature. Those accolades, but if it comes from the players, that's the brotherhood. You know, mm. like the reason players can talk about like um, the schedule and how it affects their bodies because they're playing the game. Like you guys are just focused on other things. We are the ones putting our bodies on the line. Things of that nature, and the guys you reckon know ball more than any other guys are the guys who are playing ball yeah. right there with you. They are looking at Spurs and must recognize that it's just you and Kane, you know. And for you to have as many goals as Salah, not playing for Salah, has it easier at Liverpool. And they are looking at that. It's like, mm, I, I think, I think that would hurt him. Oh, maybe by Lars. <laughs> maybe you know because actually, maybe because you, are, you assuming you think because they are playing they you know would think ball. so because they are, they are <laughs> penalties they know which players they yeah. so maybe Michael no names the, the <laughs> former players are Michael pundits someone. and you hear these guys speaking football and you're like what so I mean, I'll say Michael Richardson the fuck <laughs> so it's a possibility more that like you might be right like maybe but then there's too many players for them not to eventually for that to skew I mean, it towards I mean, on the flip side if players so previous years have, have voted or nominated henderson <laughs> i mean do they know Paul? but in the year that henderson <laughs> won the football writers the players gave it to kevin de Bruyne. i was like okay players no ball mm. but at the same time we've spoken about this like balindio messi never votes for ronaldo Ronaldo never votes for Messi. <laughs> and you cannot tell me that Messi's watching Ronaldo, Ronaldo's watching Messi, and it's like, nah, that guy's not that good. There's no way. You know, they're voting for their friends, they're voting for their teammates. Um, so, man. Funny enough, their kids are the ones that say. Yeah. Like, your kid Messi's knows, great, like, yeah, Messi's nah, I want to meet him, I want to meet your rival. <laughs> yeah. You know? So maybe it's just a matter of um, there's a lot of happening. This is why I want to scrap these because. It never feels like guys get every last decision no correct. In, there, yeah. in this case, like it really feels like they, they absolutely, absolutely got it wrong with not having Son in the team. Yeah, no, I know. Feels agree. like I that. Agree with that one. And so the Premier League themselves is having their team of the year. Who's who's deciding on that one? Because not the players. They've also chopped the ball on that one. I think um, I'm not certain who the decision makers are. How how football? Maybe this is different from the clubs, but. Clubs are happy to go to Asia and play because they know that there's numbers to be made there in terms of shirt sales, viewership, whatnot, whatnot. But when it comes to the love of their players, Son is loved by the Asians and no one else. And when he arrived back home, he the reception he got there was like, this is appropriate. And it's sad because mm. like, that's the, the whole thing that he's loved by his own people. Like he's producing the, the, the results he is and, and, and the performances for all the world to see. Yeah. And it shouldn't have it shouldn't take him having like a uh, like social Pe media presence to the same thing mm, you know mm. it's, it's an asian thing it's an asian it's a minority group situation over in europe like you know the europeans are gonna get the top billing in england we speak about it all the time that the yeah. english bias english tax like they're gonna get top billing but 
it's it, it's an unfair world and we still unfortunately have a long way to go still if yeah. these things that have been like um a prejudice towards certain um groups of players are still at play give the man his flowers man <laughs> give the man his flowers well before we we we, we end off this episode let's go international because we've been talking clubs um but international games are happening at the moment a lot of them bringing it home right bafana bafana lost 2-1 um against morocco in the african cup of nations qualifier what did you make of the game what did you make of the performance of the team where is the state of bafana bafana right at this moment should have been 5-1 or more <laughs> like uh scholar in france i mean morocco had 29 shots yes that's yes. a lot man 10 shots on target um 10 corners can i can i can i can i jump in there um 10 shots on target right yeah two goals meaning eight saves one of the players of the game is ronan williams who <laughs> you're not the biggest fan of no <laughs> i am <laughs> i am not <laughs> i mean he's a great player like mm. the, the the numbers speak for themselves but i don't like the way in which he he handles his his peers mm. uh, in regards to like um we are quiet i mean and, and he swears a lot i think there was some time we uh, the psl actually they intervened they, they intervened mm. in regards to how he speaks to to his players i mean mm. it's 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 uncalled for i think that's the that's the only issue i have with him he's a cuz he's a great keeper i mean yeah. the numbers speak for him so 10 shots 8 saves that's 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 big there's some really great you saves know? there as well yeah you know? <laughs> it's as if he, like he he never blames himself mm. you know some things you were like yeah and he's a leader one, you mm. know but and i I don't think he's <laughs> he's a great keeper but yeah. not a good human. <laughs> this That's Hatchel, a big statement. <laughs> this Hatchel is also given to CP3 by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, the people on most lists were not good humans. <laughs> but other than Williams, um did any as you say we were dominated by Morocco. Um but anyone else stood out um a certain player on debut um Stole. I I I thought he had was a revelation in midfield. Did you um, watch the whole game? Did, did you watch the whole game? A majority of it. Um I did not see the Morocco winner. Um I it, it was a hard to watch as a Bafana fan. Um I that's, that's why I'm mind like, if, if you could see that performance. But Tolles 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 performance majority of the game yes. Um Tolles performance was was exemplary. Um and I've said I'm a Goodman Musella fan and the it was stark the difference between here like um Stolle and Musella Musella was jittery he was nervous he was not he his actions of the ball were not quick enough whereas the pace of the game Stolle adapted to it and at times when we did have possession he was dictating the pace as i'm saying uh which is why in the second half you had Yusuf Mart come on uh because we needed a little more control in midfield but yeah so with 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 Other we can't be playing that level and have a Skukune player come in. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> But, Maybe it's going to be cheese player. <laughs> uh, I mean, some of the players were overwhelmed. Um, for example, Olake, he's not used to <laughs> being attacked the way in nah. which he was because of the. He never sees that because mm. of the team he plays for. Yeah, you know, and it's it's, it's a new norm to him. That's why yeah. you know, and you can't blame him. I mean, even the the, the our best player, which is deemed to be Dawu, if I, I, I could be wrong, yeah, <laughs> because we were just defending. That's how good Morocco was. Let's not take. Uh, I think the the greatest the thing we shouldn't do is 
take credit away from Morocco. Yeah, you know, actually. the only thing they didn't do was score a lot of go- uh, more goals. But <laughs> but Mo, if France are that far ahead of France, are the world champions, yeah. right? And also, I think four years later would be one of the favorites for this year's World Cup. So if France do that to us. There's a little more. Okay, we get it. But then we're trying. This is not even the African Cup of Nations. We're trying to qualify for the for the Fcon. Morocco are good. Um, they are in the World Cup. They qualify for the World Cup. But when we are seeing that performance, and we we have to admit that Morocco are that far ahead of us, like, man, we're still building. Like, when when are we getting to Morocco <laughs> level? Like, if at this point we still like, no, you know no. what, Morocco, we're very clearly the better team. We need to just um, accept that, which we should, because we are. This is our level. But like, when are we getting to Morocco level? Maybe Bafana, Bafana. Its name is an acronym <laughs> because B stands for building for life. You know, I don't know, man. It's so tell us about fun. Yeah, are we ever going to be? Exactly are we ever going to be like exactly men in this, in this in this in this in this um, category? This is in the feeling about the category of no, we can't be fun. <coughs> change our names, but I think we're very far off. Um, also, I think we we don't have a cohesive system where we know what we're building to. Every manager that comes in, you know, like how clubs have a director of football that regardless of even if you change players or a manager, there is a set plan that we are going towards. A culture. A culture. And we yeah. know that when we're bringing this coach, he fits into this plan or this player fits into that. With Bafana, we're always chopping and changing. Even Hugo Bruce, as much as he's trying, um, blooding in new players, he's also chopping and changing. And they're playing with the back three against Morocco. We've never played together. So it's like, it's another risk that they're taking. Look, Can I say, I would have gone with the back three as well. Why would you do that with players that haven't... Because they play a back five. So just tactically, so we don't have... We don't have an established um, formation, which is like, okay, we win when we play this way, right? Yeah. So if we have something that's like, okay, this works for us, you go with it. Mm. But since we're not, and he's still experimenting, and it's still fluid, so the fact that Morocco do play with the back five, um, Gareth Southgate changed to a back five against Germany to match their wingbacks. Mm-hmm. And the strength of, of, of Morocco as well is Akeem on the one side, um, Masina on, on the other side. And I thought to myself, well, if that is what's going to happen, the way you, and unless you really are like Pep Guardiola, like you are setting your patterns with a back four. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about, okay, you match them um, and you try to combat the, the back five. The only issue that Bafana had was the fact that Witsi, he played Lekay as the guy who's supposed to manning up against Akimi, whereas Lekay is not a defender. You know, at Sundowns, he's not asked to defend. And he's often out of position, like, position but it, that's not exploited because Sundowns, often have the ball. So if you're asking him to just defend and you're not even pinning Akimi back by asking him to attack, then it's a matter of, well, the personnel is not good enough and, okay, we're going to the back five, but it's haphazard because we can't, I, I we can't with, play it. I would have stuck with four because already because there's only three at the back, we're being outplayed in the midfield. What do our, what do our players do? They drop back. It's bending up a move. Whenever we do get the ball, boom. Dao must win it. Lao must win it. And we don't control or, or rather even control a, spo- a spell of two minutes with the ball. When, when Ronald Williams when Ronald recover, recovers the ball, doom. We're always fighting for the ball. We never put it down and say, guys, let's try build something. Already when they have, it's wave after wave. When we have the ball, there aren't enough options up front. So for me, catch your four, have them set. Guys, stay. We're not on so the this is what I'm stay. saying. Yeah. Um, the way Lekay is used at sundowns, mm. he then... So, like, formations are fluid. You might start with a back five, but, for example, so what we're talking about when Tuchel says he doesn't look at Reese James and Chowell as defenders. When we were attacking, Lekay was supposed to be part of the front line, mm. right? And 
I would have played Shandu on the on on, on the find a way to have Shandu there. Although I I, I did think um, Mudau was Mudau play. He, yeah, he's a player at every <laughs> at grown. every level <laughs> at every level like Mudau like answers the call. Yeah. you know, but like in even with him, like ask him to be further like up top, like further ahead. And Mudau understands the assignment. The tactics might be there, but maybe I'm a player with Ayakuleg. That's the other thing, Jay. Like. As much as we've been poor for a long time, like when you look at our last one, Afcon, we knocked out by Nigeria, but we gave Egypt a tough time. We knocked them out, right? We gave them a game. In Nigeria, we gave them a game. But London were overrun by France. You're like, okay, they're they are miles ahead. Egypt, let's give them a game. They can beat us, it's fine, but let's give them a game. But if we're not competitive even against sorry, Morocco, then we've got problems. We really do have problems. Competitiveness. It's a pressure game. With that 11, who's used to so much of pressure games with it i mean lyle that, that's that's my thing it's totally we don't know the 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 the, 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 um, the well, level the he plays the level he plays mm. at yeah. but i mean he, he could be used to it but i think 30 percent of the of the team is, is is used to that pressure game you know mm. so i think psycholo- psycho- psychologically that that also counts i, I agree Oguti, with you I agree and I think that's why, and Hugo Bruce obviously is not going to do what I'm saying, but have more of the Sundowns players or players who play in Africa who know a bit of the pressure. Because if you take maybe Ukudman Musele, played, played well in, in, in Paris' campaign in Africa, didn't play well in this, in this particular game, but players who know the pressure, who played against Afri- African position, who can at least stem the tide. And then, I mean, his comment towards it, uh, Jali was there and didn't qualify anyway. The other players were there still. It wasn't just Jali who cost us not yeah. qualifying. You know, it's a team game. There was also different managers. There are other factors. It wasn't dumb just statement. Wasn't just Jali. It was Kostir. Bring other players and then and then groom Lalawafunai and then replace them because as much as we were bad, like I said, we we we, we were competitive. You are, know? are we building or losing? I mean, in the five games <laughs> that <sighs> we've been under Bruce, it's been what three losses and then we two draws or four losses and one draw. It's very discouraging at this point. Do we? Are we? Although, okay. So expectations, maybe long term for Bafana, are that we want to get back to a place where we are challenging and winning, like Afcon again. You know, but considering the stage that we're at, like our expectations are not just supposed to be. But More why, why do we have these expectations? We're not a footballing nation. <laughs> what I've said, Mo, was, <laughs> you know, on a, on a league table, right? Um, yes, at some point we were. At some point, Nottingham Forest won the European Cup, Champions League. And then they've just now been um, promoted North. back to, mm, right? Team. Yeah. And Everton as well, right? They yeah. were like a big team in the 90s, in the 80s. Liverpool mm. then went 30 years. Tides turn. Seasons change. Mm. And... Where we're at, we need to accept that we are fighting relegation. <laughs> if not, then maybe just we are like a middle of the pack team. Maybe one of these not days we, we the like, because you can't and 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 we've 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 stated like the issues with development, like and that's not something development is not something that's gonna bear fruit like in two years even. We are probably looking it's at okay, start another generation of like guys who are ten years old now, and maybe um, look, England did this right when they got um, when they didn't qualify for the Euros in twenty sixteen. They sat down and, and, and they came up with a plan. Yeah. And we then saw them winning the under seventeen world world, world championships Jay, with Abu Foden and Abu Abu Sancho and like yeah. and, and them. And then now they've been to a World Cup semifinal, they've been to a Euro final, and now they go into the World Cup. Yes, there's issues around their coach and whatever, however they're playing. But there's a better feeling that one, they're not not gonna qualify for a, a major tournament. And if they go to the major tournament, now the expectations mm-hmm. that they are gonna go far. And those are built on 
a number of years having like invested in their future, which is bearing fruit now in the 2020s. So are we just maybe supposed Jay, to give up way, on Bafana right now? You, the way in which you are speaking, Ngati, are you saying they are one of the favorites? <laughs> it's not even a matter of being one of the favorites. It's a matter of being further ahead than okay, you well, were. Like you okay. went from not qualifying for a tournament and then um, four years later, you were in the final of that very same tournament. It's yeah, like, okay, yeah, there's progress, yeah. you know? So maybe huge, our progress huge, huge is progress, yeah. not now. But, but what I want to what I want to get into, Jay, is that England had won the World Cup 66, mm. had not won a Euro <laughs> since then. But the Bafagi plan was, no, guys, this is as low as it gets. Let's do something. So now we had a plan that its climax was supposed to bear fruit in 2020. We had a plan on paper, Chuck. On paper. <laughs> with like 20 points, only two are met. Yeah. When do we see, Guti, no, we're hard full. This is, it's, it's the pits now. We're at rock bottom. That, that's my issue, Guti. England, England, not the, the greatest pedigree. I mean, Spain, however they came up with their plan, Portugal had golden generations, but it's only now that they're winning. I'm a Euro, I'm a Nations League, none, none. Tina, we had that, that, that prestige, Wakdala, fine, we get it. We're trying to recapture the glories, but none of those points on those, on those plans are met. So, should we then accept what the Agna as a country? Yeah, the same way we've accepted Guti, no. the Proteas are chokers. That's that. that. No, no, I don't accept that. No, <laughs> the Springboks are world champions. We've accepted that. Yes. When we go to the World Cup in rugby, we are we are going there to win. With the Proteas, we are expectations like we might make a run, but when it gets really tough, we are gonna crumble. Don't be surprised. <laughs> We're not even going to go no, to guys, a tournament. But guys, here's what I'm saying. With, with the Proteus, ne, sorry, with the Springboks, fine, there's a pattern of every 12 years we win. Ne, but there is a super rugby uh, win over there. There's a win over um, New Zealand here and there. But everyone else... The structures are there, Chuck. Everyone else we smash. Ne, and when we, and we, were, when we think we're close to getting a World Cup, it's because logically we are good enough. The group, the group, play, group of players have come together. Well, cricket, we occupy number one with ODI or T20 or Test. And so there is a logic to say that we should do good. I'm fine, we can accept it, choking. But Kubafana, guys, everything is burnt down. I don't want to accept it. I want to so build something. So here's what I'm saying, Chuck, right? <laughs> you don't have a job. Yeah. I expect you to be broke. Mm -hmm. You might not like it, mm -hmm. but you need to accept the fact that if you don't have an income coming in, you're not going to have money. You, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. you, might have, you might do odd jobs <laughs> here and there, right? But <laughs> if, you, if I come to you... If I come to you, Chuck... And on a, on a spine, and I'm asking you for money, and you say you don't have money. I need to accept the fact that th this guy doesn't have money because he doesn't have a job. Mm. And with, mm. with Bafana Bafana and the state of our football, like we see with the issues with the presidency happening with stuff, like the structures are, are broken. And until they fix that, we sing Chuck. We can go out into the streets <laughs> with picket signs, my man. We can burn ties. You know, we can do that in this country. Mm. It will not change the fact that at the end of the day, what then needs to happen on the Monday morning in academies and schools in clubs, whatever the case may be. Is not happening, so therefore we're not going to produce Morocco level levels like at this stage. That needs to change. Sadly, sadly, I don't have to accept that statement, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a peace job, but I really am not happy. I'm it's our I'm not, we're not happy. It's it, our condition, you accept something, it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that you you're happy about it. You know, mm. you see, see more fun about fun. Um, I mean, I'm fit, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you've got to know. You sleep, you sleep, you sleep well at night. It's like, nah, <laughs> this is what I've come to accept. What, 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 what? Um, has been hard to accept is we, we, yeah. we we've seen a tragedy in boxing, Chuck. Uh, Mr. Butelezi um had brain injuries following um his boxing bout with U Umtuma. 
Um, so what happened in, the, in that in that in that fight, and it was trending, was a worldwide phenomenon, is that Ubuteles knocks Usipetisile down, and he goes actually through the ropes. And as Usipetisile is coming back on, obviously ref did the eight counts and whatnot. Usipetisile comes back to fight. When the ref is like, okay, go, Ubuteles goes towards the referee. The referee moves out the way, and then Ubuteles starts, starts punching at an invisible Nothing. opponent. Mm. And it's like, okay, what's going on there? And the ref was obviously smart enough in the situation to say, fight over, something is wrong, and the guy goes to hospital, he's got a brain injury. Um, sadly, a couple of days later, the guy passes on. Um, Tung is now having to relive that horror of being the opponent, the last opponent before the guy passed. Um, and I mean, it wasn't even, you know, with other, with other injuries in, in, which result in death, the guy gets knocked down, and it's a result of that direct, um, uh, direct blow that this guy is down and something's gone wrong. But in this case, she's the guy who knocked the other guy down. And so no one thought that something like that would happen. So it took everyone by surprise. And now the guy is gone. Boxing, combat sports, what do we do with it, guys? Because these things, I mean, look, you get, you get stats like which MMA is safer than boxing because boxing, you can only just win by, by hitting the head of the, or the body. MMA, there's kicks. You can kick just about every part of the body. You can use submission moves where the guy taps out. And so by virtue of that, it might be a bit uh, safer. But... What do you do with boxing right now, guys? Because these things are going to keep happening. I mean, there were sports scientists, I think, a couple of years back who were even saying that it's not even safe to hit a ball. They were discouraging kids in primary school level to not hit the ball when they're playing soccer matches. Do it when you're a bit older, when you are a bit uh, have a, a better bone structure, and maybe you can do a bit smarter. Yeah. What do we do with a, a sport like boxing that is so dangerous? Do we continue and accept it as a tragedy, or is there a better way forward, guys? I don't know what we do. Yeah. Because... A safety measure would be to wear the the, the, the headgear as they do in the Olympics. In the Olympics, yeah. but that that would make the sport less popular. No one wants to see that. In actual fact, the reason that combat sport are are as big as they are, I've said this before. Like fighting is everyone's favorite sport, um, and the reason I say that is if, if you're at a four-way crossing and they're playing football on the one on the one side, they're playing cricket on the one side, they're playing or they're racing, whatever the case may be, and there's a fight. Everyone is gonna go school. School. <laughs> Everyone is gonna go to the fight, yeah. right? It's just like um, with with marketing and other like sophistications. Maybe that's why there isn't a big audience. But you tune in because you want to see a guy potentially get killed. Um, it's it's unfortunate to say, but when you hear Wilder saying that boxing is the only place where you can catch a body mm. and nothing's gonna happen to you, where he says he wants to kill a guy. That raises the intrigue in the in the fight. You know, you want to see this guy attempt to kill the other guy, <laughs> and it speaks to something Sad, like in 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 the, in, the, in the human psyche. Um, but that's the popularity of the sport. That's what the sport is built on. Uti, you want to see one man or one woman Im- physically impose themselves on another one until the other until the opponent cannot take anymore. Mm. So, if you fundamentally change that, it's no longer the same sport. So at this point, I think we're too far in to do anything about it. Yep. Um, if boxing was invented in this day and age, it would not pass. Like, mm. um, I don't think governments would sign off on it or, or whatever bodies exist to um, greenlight these things because we know too much now. We know yeah. about the effects of um, taking headshots. Um, Muhammad Ali suffered from Parkinson's because he continued too long um, and he took too many shots to the head. In the NFL, like, we know former players have sued the NFL for billions because of what they kept from them about um, the effects of concussions. You know, we've seen guys yeah. commit suicide, commit murders, 
and then when their brains have been studied later they found the the effects of CTE mm. someone like Uptilis I wondered to myself the only thing I was thinking was did he have a uh, a, a condition coming into this and yeah. if he did mm. and measures weren't taken enough to actually discover that and maybe even call off the fight then there are people who need to answer for that mm. and I wonder about like boxing and I wonder about like combat sport that how often do guys get like mri um or or, or scans of their heads you know mm. because i would think before the fight while you're training if you're sparring and you're taking shots um you need to be getting scans immediately after a fight guys should be like getting a scan obviously in the case of tillers it was too late but before the fight yeah. did he is there are the medical records available that say there's nothing wrong there mm. we've greenlit him to go into a, to, into something of this nature i don't know that you yeah. know um what i'm saying is if if they're not taking care to that extent um to make sure that guys can be uh, human beings should not be in that situation but like if you're not taking greater care for them to be in that in the in the, in that situation then heads need to roll then people need to answer for that but in terms of what the sport itself can do this is this is the sport yeah. and guys sign up yeah. unfortunately knowing the dangers I think, I think with boxing as well to add to it is that you have a, a doctor who's there on, on, on site in terms of when the fight is happening to check, can you still see, are you healthy enough to continue? But the thing with boxing and the nature of the sport is that you might be fine now, but and then I hit you with a very good punch, but because you can take it, it looks to everyone that you're fine, but your brain is not fine because you're still it's just standing. moved. Yeah. yeah, because you're still moving, it's like, no, let's continue. I mean, with some fights in the, US, in the UFC, if they have one of those fights of the year, you hear Dana White saying, both left in the ambulance to go into hospital to get checked out. Mm. They are standing, they are fine, but they're going to get checked out nonetheless. Those guys are healthy then, but they go into the ring again and someone gets hit in the head, you know? So there's a lot of, there's a lot of complexities in terms of making sure someone's head is, is, is still okay because those, I think those, those measures that you're talking about, get a scan before, during uh, your, your training and after the fight, those make sense. But even then, there could be a time where that can creep in and it can be scary again. It's crazy stuff. But RIP to the guy. Yeah, rest in peace to the guy, man. Do you want to add anything on your good? Right, man. It really is a sad one. Um, on that note, we have come to the end of the special edition of Tour Front. We want to say, Mo, thank you for joining us because you're always chirping um, <laughs> about, about our conversation. So it's great to have you at the table, man. Definitely need to have you back. So on social media, Twitter, Mo, right on course. Yes? Yeah. And on Instagram, at Centric underscore more cool, but i think let's stick to the twitter one stick to the twitter one it's more uh, interactive than uh, yeah so if you have thoughts stuff. about what mo um, has shared on this episode please hit him up like, like don't come to like us the like, comments. That, that's why we are giving you his handle like yeah hit him up and and then <laughs> get into that with him you can find us at two upfront pod uh on twitter and on instagram you can find me at janice gomzulu you can find chuck at chuck two up from jay and from right on Corsi. There we go. We outie. All right, guys, hit us up on those handles, uh, those platforms. Each man must be accountable for their comments. The Andy Carroll stuff is most stuff. Andy Carroll. Jay is taking the peace job stuff. <laughs> what are you taking? <laughs> hey, man, me, I'm just paying Chuck is the innocent bystander here. <laughs> I'm the song you mean of the, of the podcast. <laughs> 
But guys, hit us up. We'd like to engage with you guys on these topics. Um, we'll just give you a refresh. We touched on the transfer market that, that's currently open now in Europe. We've seen the incoming transfer of Uwe Darwin Nunes to Liverpool, Tremaine to Real Madrid. Give us your take on that. PSL, we looked at Amazon, we looked at Pirates, we looked at Kaiser Chiefs. Let us know what you think those um, particular actions will look like at the beginning of the next season. We looked at Song Hyun Min and how he's been criminally underrated for a long, long time. It's continued at the end of the season as well. What do you make of that? Do you think he's not being shown enough love? And then lastly, what do you think can be done in the sports of boxing, if anything can be done to prevent such things from happening? This is Chuck. And the side hustle that is Bafana Bafana. <laughs> 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 to see a better <laughs>